Nesta Jade Silvera's day at the Combine has come to an end, and we're going to talk about him specifically on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. As always, thank you guys for tuning in wherever you get your podcasts. Hit like and subscribe, turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content and stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. Today's episode is probably going to be on the shorter side because we're going to be specifically talking about Nesta Jade Silvera for the entirety of this podcast. So if you didn't know, Nesta Jade Silvera was the lone combine invite for Arizona State this year. And it's not entirely surprising, but it is frustrating because there were there were a handful of other players I felt should have gotten invited. Uh, Xavier Valade was the most noteworthy absence from the team. I felt like you potentially could have extended something to Corey Bethley or Merlin Robertson or Kyle Soley, but I understand. Uh, the good news is they're going to have an opportunity at their pro day to show out, strut their stuff, and see if they can make some waves for themselves. But Nessa Jade Silvera did make it to the combine. And we were able to take a look at his profile and everything. He was able to test athletically, show us what he's got, and then just about everything else in between kind of reactions on Twitter that we've seen about him. So the way I want to start this podcast is I want to talk about what we know about Nesta Jade Silvera. What we know about Nesta is that he came to this program one year as a grad transfer from Miami, and he took zero time to adjust to the locker room, adjust to the culture, become a vocal leader, and one of the most important players on defense. He was a plug-and-play starter for the team, and he was a very reliable player as he moved very well throughout the defensive line, was able to plug lanes. And while he didn't generate a lot as a pass rusher, only a half sack, he was a very good run stuffer. He was a good space eater, gap penetrator, all that good stuff. Looking at what they talk about him on uh, NFL.com, we pulled up his profile. This is all from... Uh, Lance Zerline, one of their lead analysts. I want to go through everything here. The overview that they gave for him. This is a quote. Interior plugger set for duties as a nose tackle in a 4-3 front. Silvera is fairly nimble and can get into block blockers quickly. He plays with knockback power and can hold his ground against single blockers. He struggles to feel and respond to down blocks. Also has trouble reading and reacting to lateral steps, looking to seal him behind the play. Silvera has talent and is very active. He can make noise in camp as a late round draft pick or a priority free agent. Here's what this tells me based off of based off of Zerline's analysis here is that the issues with Silvera are coachable. These are these are things that when you get to the pros, you're able to adjust to. So he talks about not playing with, or he does play with knockback power and can hold his own against single blockers. That's a really good step. He mentioned that he struggles to feel and respond 
down blocks. This is this is coaching. This is coachable. This is you get into an NFL room with NFL level coaches and with NFL level players surrounding you. This is something that Silvera can easily adjust to. This isn't this isn't like this uncoachable problem. Maybe in terms of like athleticism, but athleticism is not one of the problems that he has. And we'll get into that in a little bit. The strengths that he has listed are as follows an above average short area athletic ability. This is something that I've highlighted many times. This is something that many people have highlighted many times when talking about that's Jade Silvera dude is a very explosive athlete in space. Very, very impressive gets into, into blocker suddenly often beating guards to the punch strength to extend an anchor into the gap plays with knockback pop into contact displays a good level of nastiness quick to run feet through contact for bull rush momentum again a lot of this is based off of his explosive first step and having the brute strength to be able to control the rep that's in front of him i think he moves very well throughout the line i think that what they're talking about here, what Lance is particularly highlighting here is the explosiveness and the brute strength that he has when coming off of the snap and all that good stuff. Looking at the weaknesses that he highlights, again, I I feel like this is coachable stuff. Gets beaten to lateral positioning too often, takes time to rid himself of the blocker, rush production has been disappointing, and has trouble transitioning to a second move. Legitimately. All of those things feel very coachable. Talks about get gets beaten for lateral positioning. Talking about hand placement, stuff like that. This is this is stuff that they'll be able to work on, and he'll be able to compare his his technique to his teammates that are in the pros. Takes time to rid himself of the blocker. That's that's all hand stuff. This is going to be how to properly use them, not just for the explosiveness, but to be able to disengage from blocks and stuff like that, being able to shuffle through everything. Rush production has been disappointing. There's going to be improvement in production. Granted, when you're a nose tackle, there's there's not necessarily a lot of production there. And Silvera wasn't a very highly productive player at Arizona State when it came to box score numbers, but he was an impact player. So take that with a grain of salt, in my opinion. And then has trouble transitioning to a second move, I can understand that again. This is this is a whole process of being able to adjust to the NFL level. When he gets to that next step, wherever he lands, because he does have an NFL future, he will be able to work with his different coaches to be able to help him take that next step in his in his career, in the progress that he's making as a defensive tackle. And he should be able to take that next step forward with proper coaching. I do want to talk real quick about our friends over at FanDuel as we're at the midway point in the NBA season. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And you can bet on everything from money line, point scorers, and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel lets you combine your, your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. 
Would also be remiss if I didn't mention our good friends over at the Locked On College Basketball Podcast, pr- providing everything you need to know about college hoops in one place. Hear from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked On College Basketball available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. Back into our conversation, looking at Nessa Jade Silvera. The next thing I wanted to talk about was the athletic score. This was something that really helped Nesta stand out in the competition against everyone else. Looking at, the, by the way, I'm getting all this information from NFL.com from their combine section. You can just go to Nesta Jade Silvera and pull this up. Looking at their, their breakdowns for him. They have three different scores. They've got a production score, an athleticism score, and a total score. Their production score, they gave him a 59, which was in the red. The athleticism score, they gave him a 71, which is in the green. And his total score was 60, which is about halfway in between. I want to look at that athleticism score. Nesta's short area burst feels special. And the the chance for him to get off the line and immediately impact a play is great. That's an awesome first step. From there, like they mentioned, it's just a matter of teaching him different rush skills, techniques, moves, and whatnot. But looking at the athleticism here, very underrated athlete. His 40 time was a 5.16. Nothing crazy, but I mean, when you consider he's a 304-pound nose tackle, you're not necessarily looking for him to run the fastest 40 time in the world. Here's what is impressive, a 177 10-yard split. He'll take that. Again, it's nothing too crazy, but here's that explosiveness that I was talking about. His vertical jump was a 29 and a half inch. This was within the top 10 of the defensive tackles that he worked out with earlier. And he had a nine foot, two inch broad jump, which again was in the top 10 of the defensive tackles that he worked with. A lot of people who maybe don't know a lot about the combine would look at that and be like, well, when is Nesta going to need to jump really high? He's not going to be dunking when he gets to the NFL. When's he going to need that nine foot, two inch broad jump? It's not like he's jumping in sand and all that. The reason that they work out the broad jump, the vertical jump, and like three cone drill and stuff like that is to test your athleticism and your explosiveness. For a man that's over 300 pounds, to be able to jump that high, which is higher than I can jump, and a broad jump that long, which is longer than I can jump, and Nesta is over 100 pounds heavier than me, that is impressive. That is very impressive for a man at his size to be able to accomplish things like that. That's noteworthy. Those are things that you take a look at and you're like, okay, the explosiveness is there. This is a guy who is a lot more athletic than you would think for somebody at his weight and his size. That is important to note. So when you look at those numbers, that basically confirms your theories that we have of him, which is that he is that sneaky athlete for the nose tackle position and that he can move a lot a lot better and a lot more fluidly than people may realize. This also plays into the overall upside of Nesta is that you can look at him and think to yourself, like the athletic traits are there. The brute strength is there. It's now just going to be a matter of coaching him up and having him accept that coaching to be able to take that next step forward. So for Nesta Jade Silvera, 
These are all really good numbers. This is a really good step in the right direction for him. And this is overall, I think, probably the best case scenario he could have had. One more time, thank you guys for checking out Locked on Sun Devils. Make sure that you check out Locked on College Basketball. Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Hear from big name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. It's Locked on College Basketball available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. Final thoughts. When thinking and talking about Nessa Jade Silvera, this is a this is a very interesting prospect. I think it's going to be a lot of projection with Nesta. And this is the reason why he's not going to be a top 100 pick. He, For all we know, he might not be a top 200 pick. Like Lance mentioned, this, this could be a near the end of the draft or potentially a priority free agent. It's a lot of projection with him. But there is a lot of intrigue with Nesta. And the NFL is clearly interested in him. He was the lone Sun Devil at the Senior Bowl. He's the lone Sun Devil at the Combine. There's clearly some groupthink that Nesta Jade Silvera has some potential to be able to come an NFL player. That doesn't necessarily mean he's a pro bowler or an all-pro or even a full-time starter. But there is there is people that believe that Nesta could become a very NFL level player, I guess. It, this is me just keeping it keeping it broad because I I don't speak for the NFL obviously. But as a as a ASU specific analyst, I do think that Nesta is an impressive player. I personally think he's better than DJ Davidson, who came out last year and was a fifth round pick in the NFL. I think that that's probably his range is maybe a fifth round pick. To me. Nesta has the nastiness that you look for at the position. You can't necessarily teach guys to be jerks, right? He's not your friend. He's there to make your life hell for 60 minutes or maybe more. He's got that aspect. Another thing you can't measure is the leadership aspect because Nesta is a guy who commands the respect of the locker room. Like I said at the top of the show, he came into Arizona State as a grad transfer and was immediately one of the vocal leaders in that room. He would come to almost every single post-game press conference, win or lose, for Arizona State. He takes accountability, and that's something you can't measure. He has athleticism. He's explosive. He moves very well for his weight. All of these things bode very well for him. All of these things will help teams to take a look, uh, excuse me, a look at Nesta Jade Silvera, a closer look at him, analyze that, hey, you know, there's potential here. He could be a steal. This kid could see some NFL playing time, but it is going to be projection. It is going to be a lot of, can we get him there? Which is where you take that late round flyer on him. And that feels like a perfect scenario for a team is to get Silvera later in the draft, see what they can harness with him, see if they could take him to that next step. I really like Nessa Jade Silvera. I think the NFL likes the idea of him. We'll see if a team is willing to spend a draft pick on him. But with that being said, this is a guy with an NFL future. This is a guy who, if he doesn't get drafted, will be scooped up very, very quickly as an undrafted free agent 
and be given every opportunity to make an NFL team. This is a guy who, compared to the rest of the Sun Devils, there's a reason why he was the Senior Bowl and the Combine invite. It's because he feels like the best projection to the next level for the Sun Devils. Again, I want to I wanna make this very clear. This does not mean that he's going to be in the NFL for 10 years. This doesn't mean he's going to make any Pro Bowls or anything like that. What I'm saying is that Nessa Jade Silvera definitely has the best opportunity to get to that point compared to his peers at Arizona State. Overall, I thought he had a pretty good combine. It wasn't anything that blew you away, but I do think that he was able to show up the things that we knew about him going into it. And I think that he was able to give us confirmation that there is that potential here with him athletically and being able to coach him up. This is a very talented prospect. I think that there's going to be room for him to continue to improve. The pro day for Arizona state will be another opportunity for him to show up. We'll wait and see what happens there. All in all, it was a good, good combine for Nesta. I would consider him one of the winners. Don't be surprised if other people consider him one of the winners. I've seen people on Twitter saying that they were impressed with him, that he was a vocal leader. Shocker that he was one of the guys on the field who was rallying everyone up. This is a dude. This is a dude who could potentially make it to the pros. Don't be surprised if he does shock the world. That's all I got for you on this edition of the podcast. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. Wherever you get your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications. Make sure that you follow me on Twitter at RichieBrads36, podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Till next time, though, you keep it locked right here on Lockdown Sun Doubles.